Yep, episode three is officially not as good as Leah Thompson. <laughs> sex by a duck. <laughs> and you can print that. <laughs> Of the Sharp Podcast. I'm Ross. And here's the Darth Vader to my Anakin Skywalker, Grant. I hate the Don't Jump the Sharp Podcast. It's rough and coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> and here's the, the bearded, our bearded master trying to keep us from the dark side, James. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'd posit you're not doing a very good job of that. <laughs> And the fact that we've watched this film to start with. It's more of a philosophy than an actual job. <laughs> I've often said you're swing around a big purple-headed lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't guessed, this episode's film is Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, apparently. <laughs> Revenge for what, we're not sure. <laughs> Yes, this week's film is this week film. <laughs> so, here's what we do each episode. We take a film that's good up to a point and then goes too far. Talk you through the film and point out that jump the shark moment where we feel goes off the deep end. Could be five minutes in, could be five minutes from the end. As always, we've locked ourselves in a trap set by Count Dooku. <laughs> so what next? Spring the trap. <laughs> <laughs> And then we studied the film separately in our separate traps. <laughs> so we have no way of knowing each other's chosen shark jumping moment. It wasn't one trap, it was three individual traps. <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> well, I've got an opening question for you. In this film, the Emperor just kind of randomly plucks out Darth Vader's name from thin air. If you were going to choose a Sith name for yourself randomly plucked out of thin air, what would it be? <laughs> um... I think I would go for Darth Lexmark X2 <laughs> Why not? That's just the first thing that my settled on. <laughs> Do you think there's a packet, or there's an advert behind Anakin for, the, for like... The wrestler Vader. <laughs> Vader cigarettes. <laughs> uh, Darth uh, Vader. <laughs> so you're suggesting that if he, if the advert had moved on a little bit, he could have been Darth Marlboro. <laughs> Darth Camel <laughs> Darth Person I think Darth Camel would make sense in the tattoo <laughs> so what, what would your da- Darth Pursuit <laughs> that just sounds like you're saying your damn pursuit <laughs> well either way <laughs> what about you Grant what would you go for uh, Darth Wind and Fire <laughs> <laughs> feeling you thought that before <laughs> Uh, right, Grant. So uh, the synopsis can we have as uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. Did that's, you say? that's what he's going to continue to be called. Beats <laughs> my innocent nickname of Obi Dobi Do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can do. 
You were the chosen one. It was said that you would destroy the Sith. Don't join them. You were to bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness. I hate you. You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. <laughs> well, I think that's the plot there. <laughs> who, who are the the good, the good guys and the bad guys? Because that's how simple this film is. <laughs> well, I'll go for the the people who've written and directed it first, because that one takes. They were long. definitely the the, 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 the most bad heinous guys. bad guys. <laughs> the fat controller. <laughs> the frog controller. <laughs> He's got, some, he's got a bizarre case of frog neck going on these days, isn't it? It's like a tree just starts at his head and then does the same width and then just gets wider as it gets to the base. It's like tree beard. <laughs> yeah, so he did THX 1138, mm-hmm. which if you've seen any of his other films, reference constantly. Yeah. It's a bit more boring than people tell you it is. <laughs> uh, American Graffiti, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give him that. You did Star Wars Episode 2. <laughs> I've not seen that one. <laughs> Are you in for a treat, Ross? <laughs> it's a cracker. <laughs> and I would tell you individual stuff he's written, but he's got 82 credits. Very few of them for, for actually writing. Most of them are story or characters. Of course, this isn't the first time he's turned up either. Because we had Indiana Jones, didn't we? Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. He was behind the story for that too. Mm-hmm. Not content with ruining one franchise. <laughs> <laughs> you want some actors? Give me some actors. Because yeah. that's what they very much are in this film. They're not just actors. Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. He was in Trainspotting. Yeah, yeah. He was. Back when he was Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Big Fish. Back when he was from the Deep South. <laughs> and he was in The Island. Mm-hmm. He's been a fan of that. Yeah. Um, who else? Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> yep. She's good in V for Vendetta. She is. I like that. When she's got a bald head. Black Swan? Yes. <laughs> oh, I've not watched that. Did it suddenly get hot in here? <laughs> I thought the lesbian scene in Black Swan. I just Natalie. turned this radiator down. <laughs> You know, apparently there's more film after that scene. <laughs> so here, but... Some girl told me. <laughs> Something happened that wore my DVD out. <laughs> she's in Leon, too. Yeah, yeah. And she's in Shitfest Closer. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Like, oh, Written by Patrick Marber. He used to be in the day-to-day and stuff. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> I watched that because you gave that to me once when we were at college and said, watch this, it's the worst thing you'll ever see in your life. And I was right, wasn't I? <laughs> you did not lie. How about some Hayden Christensen? Oh. <laughs> Does anyone else want to buy deodorant right now? <laughs> There's an awful smell in this room. <laughs> smells like a Christensen. <laughs> uh, made a right Hayden of this. <laughs> He's in one good film, <laughs> Shattered Glass. Yeah, yeah. Depending okay. on your point of view on Jumper, which is pretty shit, <laughs> if I'm honest. And he's also in a film called Life as a House. <laughs> I thought that was worth mentioning. And how about some Sam Jackson? 
Yeah, yeah I think I've managed to touch on his two best films. He's in Triple X and Deep Blue Sea. Nailed it. Well done. He's in three upcoming remakes that sound horrible, though. Ro- he's in Robocop. Oh. He's in Old Boy. Oh, which oh. is in post production. <laughs> what did that for? It's Spike Lee, so there's a possibility it's going to be good, but. If you know the twist at the end, yeah. like. Yeah, he's also in the Tarzan remake as well. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Potentially very racist. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. George didn't want any help, so <laughs> no one else to tell you about. No one else to blame. I can do this on my own, guy. <laughs> how many how many drafts do people generally do for a Hollywood screenplay? It's one, right? It's just one. <laughs> Anywhere between zero and one. I've put down some rough notes on this napkin. Are we ready to film, guys, or what? You know when like a kid says, "No, no, mum, let me bake the cake," and you're like, "All right, but look like shit." <laughs> It's not a script per se, it's a drawing of me in a cape. <laughs> With a sword, but it's made of lasers. <laughs> we'll just do this for 90 minutes. And... Shall we go then? Yeah. So what's the first line of the opening crawl? I like the first word of the opening yeah, crawl. That's... War! <laughs> good God, y'all! What is it good for? Did I, t- did I ever tell you about the time that I used that in a historical uh, presentation I had to give? <laughs> About the 17th century Jacobites. <laughs> what do you think of uh, another bit from the opening crawl, which is where it says there's heroes on both sides? Who are the heroes yeah. on the droid army side? <laughs> is it the horrible Chinese stereotypes? Are they the heroes? <laughs> oh, I am a, I'm a stereotype and I'm here to take over your galaxy. <laughs> or could it be those funny cartoonish noises that the droids make when they get killed uh-uh, and things like that <laughs> is it General Grievous he's got a heart well he's got lungs in it <laughs> he's got flammable liquids inside <laughs> yeah. yeah he's made of lungs and petrol <laughs> what are you going to run this robot on lungs and petrol <laughs> there's the yeah. Count Dooku so it mentions Count Dooku in the opening crawl. It does, Count yeah. Doo-doo. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just so close to Doo-doo. You're is like, it, is it not also, this is a kid's film. Is it not also quite close to Count Dracula? Or Because <laughs> it's Christopher Count Lee. <laughs> George Lucas does look... Remember the female maid that was like a chicken or something in Count Dracula? Look out, kids. <laughs> You'll see I'm right. <laughs> Why did the Jedi only ever send two people on a mission? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if they send any more, it'll smack of complacency. <laughs> <laughs> two people, then. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody's going to go get the pieces. Oh, yeah, right enough. <laughs> One guy to cover the till while the other guy's on his lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Having made that joke, I... Based on the performance in this movie, I don't believe the Jedi are capable of running a Starbucks. (laughs) (laughs) A cafe latte, you ordered. (laughs) What do you think of George Lucas's Orson Welles shot? What, you mean being fat? (laughs) (laughs) Is that from below? (laughs) That was his tribute to Orson Welles. (laughs) I mean, his opening shot, which lasts forever, which... 
Yeah, great, when you do it in touch of evil and it's all on camera. Very impressive. When you do it all on computer, not quite so impressive. <laughs> I kept trying to skip. I just want to get into the tutorial and actually play the damn game. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely feels like that. I don't like the fake TIE fighters either. Oh, uh, yeah. The ones that the Jedis are flying. Because yeah. they have the same window at the front. Yeah, they look like TIE fighters. But the ones on the, the Sith side kind of have the same wings. Yeah, I think you might like go, oh, it's almost like they're there. It's all coming together. They've got hairstyles like they're from the 70s and everything. <laughs> Presumably, there was a part between this and New Hope where two of those fighters got into a collision. <laughs> And one of the Imperials pulled himself from the wreckage, looked at it and went, Oh, I'm going to make a fortune out of this. <laughs> you know, if, if that's the 70s, though, mm. surely 20 years prior to this, like in this, would be the 50s, so everyone would have crew cuts. <laughs> yeah. and, and people would be really angry at Anakin for not marrying badly. Yeah. But they wouldn't think it was suspicious he was beating his wife. <laughs> <laughs> you strangle her all you want, Anakin. <laughs> Actually, the racism sort of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you've got to remember it's a period piece. Yeah. <laughs> it cracks me up whenever Hayden Christensen says the word master. Or should that be master? <laughs> Too master. much A's. There's only one A. <laughs> Did you see though? You know, you're talking about the the planes and the planes. Yeah. Let's just call them that. Um, you know how there was the X-wing. But in this one, you see the thing coming along and it's got flat wings, then two little wings come out and you're like, oh, it's almost an X-wing. But almost an X is, is an Asterix. <laughs> <laughs> so is this the lesser known Asterix wing? <laughs> Maybe it implies that there's a better craft somewhere above it. <laughs> Wait, even more, like an yeah. octagon wing. <laughs> I'd love to see like a question mark wing. <laughs> the footnote wing. <laughs> the exclamation point. Oh, we've lost a bit. <laughs> It's a brave man who would fly a colon. <laughs> so Obi-Wan Kenobi, oh, this is going to be easy. Witty banter. <laughs> we need to sh- let's, let's dust off the banter alarm, Ross. We've not seen it in a few episodes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's going to be hammered through this, throughout this film, isn't it? Well, my favourite character, I've got to tell you right now, is Oddball. <laughs> now, how long was he in this <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> is that why he's your favourite character? I'm, you so went je- to get I'm so jealous of him. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have died in a space shuttle crash <laughs> three minutes into this film. But yeah, he's genuinely called Oddball. <laughs> One of the clones. <laughs> See, his name implies that something didn't go right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hermaphrodite one, isn't it? Gives <laughs> a bit of an oddball. <laughs> three balls. <laughs> did, did you notice Hayden Christensen do a line which originally was said by Harrison Ford? I've got a bad feeling about this. No, uh, Obi Wan says that. Uh, he says, This is where the fun begins. <sighs> From episode four. I was not liking that. He is no Harrison Ford. He's not even Gerald Ford. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Obi-Wan's Kinnear, Obi-Wan Kenobi's hair versus Anakin's hair? If you had to have one or the other, yeah. Grant, not having hair yourself, which would you pick, more importantly? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah, because it's not a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a regular haircut. <laughs> 
a short, more manageable do for today's trip. <laughs> I on the go. They had to really fight for that, apparently. Really? Oh, they, yeah, wanted they wanted him and another mullet like in episode two. <laughs> Obi-Wan nearly gets killed here. And he's like, oh, just give up on me. Just, you know, you go and fight your own battles, Anakin. It's like, okay, drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even though he loses a wing, he still seems to be flying reasonably okay. <laughs> Do you think he's just trying to politely ditch Anakin? <laughs> I'm fine <to> you. <laughs> I can't go on my my leg it's cramping <laughs> I don't think so because it is actually Anakin that blows his wing off <laughs> sorry master <laughs> by the way how does Obi-Wan have a direct communication link to R2-D2 because <laughs> he can talk to R2-D2 <laughs> oh he uses the force oh, that's, that's, I see I see yeah. <clears throat> of course the force idea is in his head <laughs> <laughs> Chapin's a lot through this <laughs> so they, they get into the hangar of General Grievous' ship to dig us uh, forward and plot how much, how much like you know the, oh you know it's the shears are still up you'll have to go and blow them up just thinking a little bit of the game here I think, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this will be a bit in the game where you have to blow up shield generators <laughs> and then land in a bay that's fully occupied by droids kill the droids quite easily with some swinging round can I ask by the way what does Obi-Wan Kenobi bring to the party he's just a moany fuck <laughs> it's, it's the beard he's the writer <laughs> of the movie a lot of complaining That's... Yeah, it wants to be a buddy movie it wants to have Anakin and Obi-Wan as the mismatched odd couple so it's, but instead, what it ha- it's more of an acquaintance movie. <laughs> so it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, Danny Glover, then? <laughs> I think there's a very good chance that's the case. <laughs> this Jedi's getting too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, Hayden Christian, he's a desperate man with romantic problems and a very 80s mullet. <laughs> Mark my words, 20 years from now, Hayden Christensen will be incredibly anti-Semitic. <laughs> He'll be phoning up Padme, leaving messages. Hey, sugar tits. <laughs> I could watch them kill droids all day, though. I don't know about you. It felt like I did. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, if the people who are being shot at don't care, how are we the audience supposed to feel? This lack of dramatic tension is great, but shall we move on to the next scene? (laughs) Spring the trap. What I noticed about the opening, and it continues throughout the entire film, is people explain things to each other that (laughs) the audience can see and that they can see. (laughs) I've got droids on the wing. Well, yes. (laughs) Yes, That is an accurate assessment of the situation. Well done. A really good example of that is, to jump forward a little bit, is when General Grievous is escaping from the ship and he says, Time to escape! (laughs) (laughs) It was like, yeah, we know you're escaping. You're in an escape pod. I often say that when I get in my car. Time to get in the car. (laughs) Time to drive. (laughs) Because this is where General Grievous is introduced. And can I just say... For all the achievements in the Star Wars universe, they need to work on some lockets for this guy. <laughs> yeah, they, they can master interstellar travel, but not cure typhoid. <laughs> some Nyquil and Sudafed. <laughs> He's a robot with a cold. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the plot to War Games. <laughs> He's a robot with a cold. 
he's a Sith, but he once was a Jedi. Can they get on in a sitcom? <laughs> Anakin and Grievous. <laughs> he's not a Sith Lord, he's a Sinus Lord. <laughs> Dark Lord of the Phlegm. <laughs> yeah, so they get into the locker. The, the locker? The, the left is the word I'm looking for. Elevator, if you're American. It would have been funnier if they'd got into a locker. <laughs> <laughs> Just hide here until this battle dies. <laughs> I'm scared so much. <laughs> they might find us. I sense droids. Master, why is it so dark? Quiet, Anakin. Find us. <laughs> Who are the Nazis? <laughs> this is Anne Frank's diary. Anakin Frank. <laughs> That now makes it 27 episodes in a row of mentioned Nazis. <laughs> they just naturally just occur. <laughs> but someone always does have to hide in Star Wars. That is a kind of common thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it turns up again and again in this movie. Like, even the audience, when I saw it, were hiding their faces in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, he, they're in the left and they kill all those droids. And then... And- Sorry, what is, isn't they get into the lift and they turn around and realise it's full of droids? Yeah, no, no force powers. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> apparently, you can sense across the galaxy that someone you care about isn't feeling very well, <laughs> but you can't tell that a lift you're getting into is already full. And they can't say it's in and do the ship because they sense Count Dooku was aboard earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the force is actually less useful than a cell phone. <laughs> Did you notice the bit where they come in and they speak to the Emperor? Do you notice he says, he's behind you, but he mouths something completely different? <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst example of filmmaking in this film. And <laughs> Until it happens again later. <laughs> so how quickly does Count Dooku get dispatched? Well, I think I've, an even more valid question is how quickly does Obi-Wan Kenobi get dispatched again? Because they, <laughs> yeah. the, like, they have the boast of Chancellor. Sith Lords are our specialties. I, I seem to remember both of you getting your asses handed to you in the last film yeah. by the, the very same Sith Lord you're about to fight. Maybe he meant, you know, <clears throat> to cook. <laughs> Broke ass. How do you want yours, Anakin? Charred or parbroiled? I think uh, Anakin would be charred. <laughs> and do you have that award for the worst special effect that you brought along with you, James? I, I do indeed. <laughs> Do you think we could award it to when Count Dooku somersaults? Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with wire work? That's what I want to say. Why couldn't they just have had a bit of wire work? Anyone who doesn't listen to the We Hit Movies podcast should, by the way, but they made the very good point of 90-year-old Christopher Lee is someone's apprentice. <laughs> well, going back to the wire work, why? The stairs are right there. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's needlessly showy it's unnecessary <laughs> why even bother obscuring your vision why not just jump down <laughs> that platform that he dumps on Obi-Wan would crush Kill. him to yeah. death yeah. Well, wouldn't it and, and after he loses his arms and <laughs> I love the look in his face did you see the look in his face I guess I'm more disappointed than hurt <laughs> I actually like took it arms. that he was looking at Anakin and thinking there is no way I lost to you <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Why you... is George Lucas like, got about people getting their hands cut off though? He's, he's really into it, isn't he? He's got some sort of fetish. If you touch your penis again, George, your hands will get chopped off. <laughs> Did he watch this and then was he writing this while they watched the film Crash? <laughs> By the way, how did the Emperor know Anakin in particular would come to rescue him? Because of a plot hole. How did (laughs) the Emperor know in particular that Count Dooku would defeat Obi-Wan and he could have this one-to-one chinwag with Anakin? I know. It's sort of implied later on that uh, Anakin has some line about, yeah, they they wouldn't have brought us back from the Outer Rim, which... The joy <laughs> of which we'll get on to. Yes, we will. <laughs> they wouldn't have brought us back if the Chancellor hadn't have been kidnapped, implying that they were the only two Jedi who could possibly do this mission. But Obi-Wan's fucking useless. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know. Maybe there are choices for this. Well, we either bring back Obi-Wan and Anakin, or we get the janitor into one of those <laughs> fetching gee and send them out there. <laughs> Get him into one of those Jedi outfits with they all wear, except for Anakin. <laughs> he wears darker clothes. So he basically kills Dooku because of peer pressure, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> but it's not even pressure so much as just go on. You Encouragement. Know you he just goes, do it. And he okay. <laughs> Kill him. I shouldn't. Go on. All right. Just to jump back a little bit, uh, were you loving the the reaction shots to the Emperor during the fight though where he's like yeah <laughs> come on go <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky that Count Dooku didn't go but I'm your apprentice Sidious <laughs> before he killed him <laughs> or give, oh, how would good that would have been though like if he'd just given him a little clue just as he was like getting his head sliced off said something and you're like ooh and, and Obi-Wan be, had heard that that would be far too much plot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they could have cut a lot of the other stuff out, is what I'm saying. I think the rest this, of this, this film. film would be a lot better if Anakin was more evil and he was more manipulative. And instead of him and Padme being a oh, we're so in love, it was more he was playing with her mind. And, mm. and Obi-Wan was a bit more concerned rather yeah. than just like, eh, give my brother, I love you. <laughs> or to be honest, if Anakin was more charismatic. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> if they'd made him more of a hand solo character. If you, yeah, if you're kind of rooting for him quite, a little bit. Yeah. He didn't quite play by the rules, and then... Instead, he's the chunk-headed loser who says lines like, his fate will be the same as ours. <laughs> okay, yeah, Fox Mulder. <laughs> he does have some of the Fox Mulder issue about his delivery, doesn't he? <laughs> Master. Are you suggesting you and McGregor is playing the Scully in this film? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> He's sceptical about the nature of the Sith. <laughs> I tell, I gotta tell you, Scully, I've seen the Sith. They do exist. <laughs> You're crazy, Mulder. My sister was taken by them. <laughs> <laughs> Always two of them there are. Oh, why is that? Uh, shut up. <laughs> so they land that ship anyway, don't they? Oh, um, are we not going to mention the fact that Obi-Wan Kenobi's unconscious and then he wakes up and starts hugging on Danica for dear life our hero ladies and gentlemen hugging a teenage boy for dear life I'm just thinking about where too detail though when he's like fighting those destroyer bots and sets them on it. fire I fucking hate it because then you just think when you watch the other ones you're like why isn't R2-D2 doing that yeah. just beasting them 
Although the part where he starts, um, I think spurting is the only word that's really proper. <laughs> For the oil fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. when I realised I spent far too much time on the internet. Because <laughs> <laughs> that spurt looked very familiar to you. <laughs> didn't he? And so did the fire. I, I need to get help. So did the droids. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking, this is were a cry for help. you were looking for? <laughs> <laughs> you remember, um, you know how they're trying to escape? Why don't they use their force running that you've seen in episode one? You know, when they're left, why don't they use the force to stop the left? Yeah, the, again, it's the, the force won't work when the script won't let it. <laughs> because they need to get captured and off to see General Grievous, don't they? Jedi scum! Because <laughs> uh, Anakin is the worst zinger to him ever. You, you're shorter than I had heard. The guy's like nine foot tall. That's the worst joke ever. <laughs> Expecting some kind of monster. <laughs> You're shorter than I expected. You're only nine foot. I thought you'd be eleven foot. <laughs> Zinged you, Grievous. It's one time oh, on Tatooine. I saw a guy who was like twelve feet tall. So there. <laughs> my dad. A... My dad's well taller than you. <laughs> also in the lift, the scene with the uh, Anakin doing the Errol Flynn nonsense and. Obi Wan barking instructions at R two like he's Jessica Tandy and driving the stable. <laughs> Get your robot ass up! <laughs> now the lift's going down. Anakin, R two, why is this happening? Where's Anakin? No. Now the lift's moving too fast. <laughs> oh, I have the papers. That's why he, he passed out. <laughs> I'd love to see Obi-Wan Kenobi in a sun hat <laughs> fanning himself with a lightsaber could be a, a new special edition deleted scene for a new hope see what Obi-Wan was up to before he happened along one look you know the dialogue in this film up till now <laughs> sorry dialogue <laughs> the words that were present could somebody please buy George Lucas a proposition <laughs> Or a noun, for that matter. <laughs> okay, so General Grievous escaped with it. You lose, General Kenobi. <laughs> and where does it go? Out in space. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind he can breathe because he can cough. How is he able to go out in space? <laughs> the force did it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a big force did it and ran away. <laughs> I think this is what... Do you think this is what George Lucas said on set? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, the, well, the force... Uh, Go on. No, I'm, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> Just the force. <laughs> I do have to thank Grievous for the best laugh of the night when he it barked at one of his subordinates. Keep the sheep in orbit. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a beautiful image that conjures so, up. So androids actually, don't just dream of electric sheep. <laughs> they keep them in space. <laughs> I've got a note the line here. It isn't time to escape. It's time to abandon ship. <laughs> Which is even worse. I was giving him too much credit. <laughs> Show don't tell, George. Time to abandon ship in this escape pod, which I am entering now. <laughs> right, Blofeld. <laughs> uh, also, like that whole explaining thing goes like as they're crashing in the ship as well. It's also, oh look, fire ships are here, and they're putting the fire on the side of the ship out. <laughs> oh look, the landing strip and. You know how ships take off vertically in the Star Wars universe? Mm-hmm. Why would you need a landing strip? 
Oh, because it's um, the force. <laughs> <laughs> the force needs a landing strip. Yeah, yeah. when it did comes you, to visit. Yeah. Do you notice though the control tower that gets knocked down and never mentioned again? <laughs> oh, the thousands of lives that were lost there. <laughs> the holy ground control. <laughs> and, and then, like Obi Wan has the cheek to be like, another happy landing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that control tower we took down? <laughs> Hilarious. We didn't just buzz that tower. <laughs> that clone was only two days from retirement. <laughs> Something reeks of pish in this film. <laughs> I think it's the script. I think it's more than just the script. <laughs> I think it's... I think it's Hayden Christensen too. Did you see the Falcon coming to land? I huh? missed that. It's, uh, it, cuts to, it cuts to a wide shot of... Um, What's the Coruscant of this planet? Yeah, well, there's loads of things sense. landing, and one of them is the Millennium Falcon. But don't they talk in the in the good ones about how <laughs> Han Solo won that from his face? Lando, why? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're to assume that he was there. <laughs> <laughs> Lando was paying a visit. My wife Tracy actually suggested a drinking game where every t- you take a drink every time there's an obvious callback to the good, to the good ones. <laughs> you would be hammered as well. I hate this next bit as well, which is Obi-Wan and Anakin. That can apply to any <laughs> Obi-Wan and Anakin talk about all the great, exciting ventures they've had, which yeah. you don't get to see. Yeah, that should have been the movie. <laughs> Remember the time we did this really exciting thing? Anyway, let's go and sit on this couch and have a dialogue scene together. <laughs> let's go talk to some ministers. <laughs> yeah. Politics. <laughs> and we get introduced to Bail Organa here. Who's rather fetchingly dressed like a couch. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where we meet Sam Jackson as well? Yeah, briefly, and then yeah. Padme right after. Yeah. Wearing a Leah here as well. That would be another time to drink for the. Yeah. <laughs> this is where he, she says, Annie, I'm pregnant. Which, <laughs> taken out of context, is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something wonderful has happened. And the look on his face is not thinking this is wonderful. And then she says, I'm What should of... we do? So there must be some kind of space abortion. <laughs> space family planning. <laughs> does kind of sound like Anakin's been doing a, quite a lot of out of room sieges around <laughs> Padme, <laughs> I, I did wonder. Do you like the bit though where he says, uh, with a kiss and. She's like, not here. And he's like, yes, here. <laughs> he's going to start having sex with her right there and then. Get his lightsaber out. Now, she is a senator in this movie, isn't she? I think so. Oh, yeah. So when the group of senators come out to meet the Jedi who've just achieved this wonderful mission, why does it make more sense for her to be hiding behind a pillar <laughs> instead of with a group of senators? <laughs> this isn't going to look dodgy at all. I get that it's meant to be a clandestine meeting, but could she just have taken him aside afterward instead of lurking like some sort of 70s ninja? Two points I want to make about the dialogue in this scene, though. There's a bit where she, he's, uh, she says, something wonderful has happened. Mm. We're going to have a baby. Yeah. And he says, that is... wonderful. <laughs> Firstly, that pause suggests to me that he doesn't find that wonderful, even though no. there's no suggestion to that later in the no. film. But secondly, George Lucas just used the word wonderful twice in two <laughs> Boy, can he write. That is wonderful, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's never really picked up on again, the fact that Anakin's not wild about it, despite no. the fact he's emoting his little heart out. <laughs> you know what I thought a lot in the start of this film was 
how much they cut from place to place to place to place to place to show you where all the characters are going and where they've all been. And you get one cut that you don't even need, which is you see Grievous arriving at um, Utapo. Whatever that planet's called. It's yeah, called no. Utapo. It's a big hole in the ground. It's called Utapo. <laughs> but that's it. And then it cuts back to... to I think it's only to show off the, the cool set that they built. Yeah, yeah. Which actually does look pretty good because it's a set and not a computer. <laughs> and it isn't until you start seeing the computer bits again that it starts being ruined. Maybe it's an Easter egg, and if you go there in the video game, there's an achievement or something. <laughs> he just basically go there to get himself some more Nicorette patches. <laughs> but he does speak to Palpatine, and Palpatine's wearing a cloak. So does, do you think Grievous knows he's Palpatine? Because he just tried to kill Palpatine. Yeah. Well, you weren't sure if it was like a trap that they'd both set. Yeah, I know you're not. What I'm saying is, this is a poorly written film. Was it? Was it you an s- idea they were both in on? Then, in that case, Dooku was seriously fucked over. <laughs> yeah, I'll just let him on. Are you suggesting that Grievous is really confused that when he has the Chancellor held hostage, he can't phone his boss to tell him? <laughs> Every time I keep phoning, it just keeps this guy's phone keeps going off. <laughs> he keeps nipping to the toilet. <laughs> If you're talking about great scenes in the film, this <laughs> the next love one. scene. I am a woman. Can you see I'm brushing my hair and talking about holidays? <laughs> okay, George. That ex-wife really did a number on you. <laughs> You've caught with some really, really bad image of women now. So you're saying love has blinded you? Isn't that where they get into their whole one-upmanship? Yeah. yeah. I'm in I love, love you. you. No, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you times a thousand. <laughs> Again, it's Anakin getting a bit aggressive, isn't it? I'm in love with you all the way from here to the outer rim. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would say that. <laughs> Do you think she ended up pregnant because he had his right arm cut off? <laughs> it's like look I can we've just got to have sex more often I would feel like it was someone else though <laughs> every wank's a stranger wank <laughs> I say it's the bad dream about her and I don't know if you'd agree with this or not but her dying in childbirth kind of to me just looks like she's just giving birth yeah. <laughs> rather than she's dying I thought it was odd that their affair is kept so very secret, yet they're clearly living together. <laughs> and do you think Obi Wan's ever been over for a drink and it's been like Superman Four, where she's <laughs> had to go and hide? And... <laughs> yeah, it just seemed odd that you know, for a couple who are living together and she's <laughs> pregnant and they're seen together quite often, they still like to pre- or, or, or all the other Jedi just being polite. <laughs> When he goes to Yoda to talk about his dream, it's Yoda sitting there and thinking, oh, who is this other person? <laughs> is it you, maybe? It's mystery female we're talking about. Yoda, Yoda totally feeds him a line at this next bit as well, where he's like, train yourself to not have emotions. It's like, okay, let's count how many times from this point on that all the Jedis other than Anakin have emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Yoda's advice is very odd in that scene. I'm worried that someone I care about might die. Well, you know, death happens. (laughs) Raising the question then, why are the Jedi fighting to preserve the Republic? (laughs) Because if the whole force 
is meant to be, you know, well, sometimes people die. <laughs> I also don't understand how, like, this next bit is, let's give more power to Chancellor Palpatine. But again... What... And he's like, well, this will make the war end sooner. Is that well, in what way? <laughs> <laughs> now think about how many scenes we've just mentioned there as well. <laughs> this is what I was talking about, about whiplash in this first little bit. <laughs> so much goes on. <laughs> Something that I'm very glad my wife pointed out is Padme puts on more clothes and styles her hair just to go to bed. And I think for me, the whole movie, I would have forgiven this movie everything if when he'd woken up, she'd sat up next to him with her hair in curlers and a face mask. <laughs> Yoda pyjamas. Yeah. I would have forgiven this movie quite a lot if that had been the case. Okay, something else I'm confused about. And little Annie and Pal- at least they don't call him that in this film. <laughs> Annie, Annie and Palpatine. How can Palpatine make Anakin a member of the Jedi Council? How does that work? Mm. And what point does that serve other than to make him Anakin a little bit cheesed off? Yeah, to make him not feel win- welcome. Yeah. Which uh, is maybe a failure in the acting, but you don't really get the impression that he's, it's that bad. <laughs> I mean, he still goes to Mace Window when he has a problem later. So. And it does seem like he, you know, he's, he's being given this huge promotion. So when he complains that he's not being given the rank of master as well as being allowed onto the... You know, you're giving me a Porsche, but I have to put the petrol in it myself? He's like 21 or something. Yeah. <laughs> There's time, Anakin. It's only been three years since the last movie. So he, he's only been sort of a fully-fledged Jedi for you know, maximum three years. And he's already allowed on the council and he complains he's not being made a master <laughs> as well. It's insulting. Speaking of the council, and I hate that big-headed fuck. I hate him. <laughs> always have and always will. And also, his complete failure to, you know, analyse the situation. Palpatine says to him, go on to the council and tell me what they're planning. And he goes on to the council and they say, Excellent. Can you keep an eye on the Chancellor and tell us what he's planning? That's a complete betrayal of trust! <laughs> it's okay when Palpatine does it. Yeah. You'd expect it for him. <laughs> he's evil, have you heard his voice? This is exactly like Sidious. <laughs> I also would have appreciated a scene where Anakin went to the bathroom and Sidious is playing. What's this robe on the back of the door in here? <laughs> Alternatively, they could sense what Palpatine's doing using the Force. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're so close to him so often, yet yeah. they never feel a disturbance in the Force coming from him. <laughs> and they're talking about, is he not the chosen one? The, philo- <laughs> the you know, this uh, philosophy that was all about the chosen one. It's like, yeah, we're not going to tell the audience about it. <laughs> Wasn't it mentioned in the first, first movie? one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that someone will bring balance to the Force. And, which is then misinterpreted by every character as balance meaning one thing existing and one thing utterly destroyed but that is the amount of trees that exist in Alaska is totally imbalanced with what you find <laughs> under the sea and, I mean they, they do look right past that all the time don't they because you think about it there's a whole Jedi council yet there's Darth Sidious now <laughs> Yeah. And General Grievous, that's it. There are only two Sith, and there are thousands of us, and he's going to bring balance, which we can only assume will be bad for the Sith. In a way, though, 
it, br- it does bring a balance because there's only two Jedi and two Sith left. Yeah, by but, the end. <laughs> but then the Jedi should have been, you know, alive to the possibilities of the word balance. <laughs> is this is this at the point where uh, he goes to the? Yeah, yeah it is. He goes on his fascist rally. No, <laughs> and apparently he's like, I'm fine with you being a fascist, you boy, <laughs> you boys and your boy things. You're sounding like a, se- a separatist slash communist. <laughs> Hold me like a Naboo before politics entered our relationship. <laughs> yeah, this this is around about the, the point where they go to the laser rock show, isn't it? Where Palpatine's there and he's like, yeah. sit beside me. I think he's pretty good in this scene, though, Ian McDermott. Oh, he's terrific. Although, you know who I felt sorry for? All the people in his box who must have paid serious (laughs) credits for a seat at the silent squid in a globe show. (laughs) (laughs) Leave us. Oh, but come on, Matt. I don't feel sorry for them. And then they talk all all the way through the show. I I don't feel sorry for them at all because two of them are played by George Lucas and Rick McCallum. Is it? Yes, they Fuck are. The, the blue ones. The blue ones are. They're standing at the back. Yeah. Okay. So I have no sympathy for them whatsoever. I'm glad Rick McCallum. See what you said earlier on as well, and this kind of confused me a lot. Was I thought? Yeah, it was meant to be like the whole Jesus thing, right? Like it was made that Anakin was made for the Force. Yeah. But here they seem to heavily imply that this Darth Plagueis, who had the ability to make life from the force that kind of sounded to me that maybe it was him that put that baby inside that woman no uh, I think what he's saying is that his master could create life he's yeah. talking about his master yeah. yeah and that's how they created Anakin is it not well they never really they never they really never made really a solid link, link between the two but really if it's, he was made from the Sith you would have thought chances are you know but why, why then go and leave that kid on a planet as well if you were a Sith Lord? And in the because first he can movie, foresee all this happening. Because <laughs> in, but in the yeah. first movie, they only land on Tatooine basically for convenience. <laughs> <laughs> they could have gone anywhere. It, his vision is pretty intricate. It took him like 600 years to have this vision. <laughs> and then on the 22nd of September, me and Anakin will go to the opera <laughs> together and we'll have this conversation. So that... Because that Darth Plagueis, because he talks about how he he was then killed by his his apprentice, which you kind of get the feeling is his Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, watched, I want to see that story because <laughs> yeah. it sounds a lot more interesting than this shit. You know, what I'd I'd quite like. Uh, I talked to a friend of the podcast Bob about this. Is uh, if this was done like a Columbo episode, because we already know what's happening anyway. Yeah. So play into that and have like the audience being on side with Anakin who's plotting all these secret things while there's someone there investigating him. I think the key word there is plot. <laughs> there doesn't really, it's, it's not this movie's strong point. Although what you were saying about the uh, creating life, yeah. it does create the disturbing idea that there wasn't just one chosen one. That every planet in the galaxy has five or six kids <laughs> created to be the chosen one. Oh my god, they all look like Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of them acts better though. They got the one who was dropped on his head while he was delivered. I do love the sneer on Palpatine's face when he talks about 
the apprentice killing the master, though, clearly talking about himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is good. Acting. It's the best bit in the movie. Yeah, it's just even though it makes no sense, it's still the best bit in the movie. <laughs> in fact, the movie would have been better if it was just him in character telling us about it. Maybe by a fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read your story. <laughs> I would go for the episodes one to three. It'd be being about the Emperor's rise to power and nothing about Anakin. <laughs> well, that's the interesting story. Young man, full of ambition, starts a fascist state. <laughs> We're getting dangerous to close to mentioning the Nazis again, aren't we? <laughs> Palpatine's book, My Struggle. <laughs> My Struggle with the Force. <laughs> Well, look, it's Chewbacca, but his fur's all kind of messed up from being shoehorned into this film. <laughs> yeah. yeah, again, another one for the drinking game. <laughs> it looks a lot like... Well, the whole thing, actually, when they're, they're standing on the little battlements, looks like, as the camera pans out, you're just like, oh, yeah, it's Ewoks. Because <laughs> as it pans out, they get smaller, and you're like, yep, we Ewoks. <laughs> Do you not think, though, that poor Chewbacca, he's like a respected general in this world... <laughs> And he's just a hairy beast by the time Ford comes along, isn't he? He's just like, I know you're like an army general, but do you want to come with me and just hang out and have some adventures together? Okay, space pirate. <laughs> can, I, can I be like my dog? <laughs> does explain his great flying skills, though. Oh, and going back, to, speaking of Palpatine and his appalling lack of planning, it's implied that he staged the kidnapping by Grievous to bring Anakin and Obi-Wan back mm. from the Outer Rim Territories. And then later, he just sends to the Jedi Council, send Anakin over and I'm not going to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> if he has that kind of power and he doesn't care about making a splash, <laughs> why the kidnapping? But he's got these extra powers, remember? <laughs> Which have apparently been voted in off-screen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think though as well? Did he yeah. actually include that on his rider for extra powers? The Jedi have to send people to me whenever I want it. <laughs> All the cocaine and hookers. <laughs> on Tatooine. The young Jedi have to come to Uncle Palpatine once a month. He's the Jimmy Savile of ours. <laughs> He does actually have a slightly Jimmy Savile-ish look to him <laughs> when he gets all mangled. Now then, now then, young Anakin. <laughs> Dear Palpatine, <laughs> would you fix it for me to be a Jedi Master? <laughs> We're starting down a dark path here, aren't we? <laughs> We're safer with the Nazis. <laughs> Nazis or Jimmy Savile? It's a choice I hoped I'd never have to make again. So Obi-Wan has to go off to fight General Grievous because they, they're like, we need someone we can respect to go and fight General Grievous. Okay, we're just going to send one of you this time. <laughs> Even though we always send you as a pair. <laughs> and he's away from Obi-Wan's eyes to keep an eye on him, which mm. really could have, they could have made more of that in the film, mm. that Obi-Wan's away, so he's easier to turn. Yeah, now his guardian has gone. He's on his own <laughs> with the older gentleman who's taking an interest in him. Speaking of paedophiles, <laughs> do you think Anakin with his like one glove and like long hair <laughs> said Michael Jackson to him? When he wakes up in bed, um. He has a sort of metal sleeve on all the way up to his elbow. Mm. Would that not be difficult to sleep with? 
<laughs> Roll over and get the cold side of your arm. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Obi-Wan goes to Utapau yeah. and speaks to Nosferatu. Who <laughs> 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 gets very close at one bit. It's quite uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like a little too close. Like, if you're trying to pass a secret message, would you really hold somebody in close? <laughs> it's like he's trying to smell his hair. Mmm, Pantem Proby. You can only assume the spies up there saying, but he's either passing him some information or, he, or he's hitting on him. I'm not sure. <laughs> and I think Obi Wan Kenobi is okay for that. <laughs> now that Oddball's not in his life anymore. <laughs> Commander Cody. Do you know where the name Commander Cody comes from? Yeah, it's an old uh, space serial, isn't it? It's terrible. So he's, he's right to use it. This is terrible too. <laughs> he jumps on the most annoying creature in the world, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. The, Oh, do shut the fuck up. Utapowian <laughs> <laughs> shrieking lizard. <laughs> really, if you're on a stealth mission, I can either sneak back in using my Jedi muffled distraction techniques, or I can jump on the biggest, loudest animal on this planet and ride it straight into the base. Well, his next move isn't too stealthy either. He just jumps down he's like, hello there. <laughs> How funny would it be if the dinosaur landed behind him? <laughs> so his plan is to fight them all, I guess. Take, take them all on. I can see why he's risen to the rank of general. And then the classic movie bad guy fallacy. He's got a sword or lightsaber. He's surrounded, quite literally, if you're you surrounded by guys with guns. And the leader... I'll handle this. <laughs> Nobody shoot at him. And and and, and Obi Wan, don't you use your force pushing me when I'm taking my jacket off? Okay, <laughs> okay, it's a deal. <laughs> hey, I thought you were gonna go for the classic bad guy thing of, oh, you've got one sword. Oh, we've already had the two swords. I have four. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He eventually does the force push, but he could just do that at the very start. Yeah, when he's on the edge. <laughs> Unless he can only do it when he's, you know, about to lose. It only sort of kicks in at the last minute. He could use his his mind powers. I don't want to fight Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) He does. I don't want to fight Obi-Wan Kenobi. He does shoot him, though, here, doesn't he? Do you want to skip to just this whole fight in one one block rather than the amount of cuts it goes back forward? Because he he pulls apart his ribcage and shoots him in his flammable petrol heart. As we mentioned earlier on. And here's another reference to the originals. So uncivilised with the blaster. <laughs> You're going to see a reference to Blue Oyster Coat. I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning for you. That would be a good line. General Grievous, don't fear the reaper. <laughs> there is not one joke that mentions Grievous bodily harm. <laughs> I was very upset about that. Oh, oh, let's jump back to the other plot then. Okay. I Which sense one? a plot to destroy the Jedi. <laughs> Where do you even begin with that line? <laughs> well, there is a war going on. <laughs> Could explain it. Have you looked at the window, Anakin? <laughs> Aye, so Anakin nips off to see Palpatine, who, yeah. let's, let's face it, what colour of monitor would a bad guy have? <laughs> it's blood red. <laughs> that, that's bound to give him headaches. <laughs> that's why he's so cranky. Uh, so he reveals he's a Sith to Anakin. Oh, by the way, by the way, did you see Sidious's outfit in this scene? Because mm. he had huge padded bits. And his <laughs> arms, he looked like Popeye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
he'd kind of jumped for the 50s to the 80s there. <laughs> 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 power shoulders. On me. <laughs> I, I like the Popeye thing. <laughs> you're, you're the Sith Lord. I am what I am. <laughs> <laughs> Just before this, when he, he there's a scene, it's, it's the funniest jump cut in any Star Wars film. Anakin gets another vision of Padme dying and it cuts to him sitting on the couch throwing some sort of like <laughs> iPad aside. It makes it... It just looks as if that's what he's watching at home. Because it doesn't go from like that being a dream to him being waking up in the middle of the night. He's just like, oh, I'm just sitting here reading the newspaper. <laughs> oh man, I hate the My Wife Dying app on this thing. I should never have bought it. Can I just say about the way to quickly jump back a wee bit when Obi-Wan Kenobi kicks General Grievous he's been fighting robots for three years come on <laughs> how stupid is he although it does address something that scene that's not very well known is that the lungs are incredibly flammable <laughs> and it's the petrol <laughs> they're filled with petrol and that's why he coughs kind of get a breath for all this petrol in the lungs <laughs> such a bad design fault <laughs> They put the exhaust right where his heart was supposed to go. <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith Lord. A Sith Lord? <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> it's also laid back though, eh? There's not a sense yeah. of urgency about, oh Christ, we've just discovered there's a Sith Lord. Maybe we should grab every Jedi there is and go and kill him. <laughs> we'll just take these two shite guys. <laughs> One of which oh, is called uh, Kim Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they sent Kit Fisto to the outer rim? <laughs> In fact, he's got tentacles that look like penises as well. I would love it if Mace Windu started going mental at this bit and it was a genuine... He does well, considering. Well, but you're right, he, he should be like on the edge of, you know, his mind <laughs> with the fact, holy shit! There's a, a, a good scene ruined here as well where Anakin and Padme are both looking and it's soundless yeah and it's like they're looking at each other and then a voiceover kicks in and the windows montage <laughs> where they're just looking at windows uh, I'm looking at a window at least he was looking doing it wordlessly for a change but then yeah. there's a voiceover saying I am the only one that could save I you have yeah. to come and save me <laughs> yeah I, I, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean it was nice to have a scene that they weren't explaining to us we had a chance to <laughs> Enjoy the story. <laughs> Perhaps he could learn a lesson from his good buddy Steven Spielberg and just have people looking. I mean, he's the best in the business at that thing. <laughs> so, what at the Mace Windu fight? Oh, the, the Kit Fisto fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's very short, isn't it? <laughs> Fisto's fisted. Because <laughs> we have another bit of um, the Siths just kind of showing off. Like, we've done the overhead flip, now we'll do the tornado flip towards them. <laughs> I do like his line, though, that it's treason. Yeah. <laughs> I know, nobody else is bothering to act and Ian McDermott is just he's chewing picking everything. Up. He's picking up the slack for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he's overacting. In his monologue, and let's be honest, even though Hayden Christensen is there, it's a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> that kid must have been covered in bite marks because he was chewing everything. There's some great reaction shots of him in this fight scene as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he just loves fighting. <laughs> By the way, you know when Anakin mm-hmm. comes to the rescue <laughs> question <Sort of>. mark? <laughs> when Anakin shows up. When Anakin shows up, he's running in full pelt, then slows to a soft jog. <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> you remember that your wife's life is alive. <laughs> he doesn't want to look knackered when he arrives. <laughs> Just catch my breath. Just take a few minutes outside, gather himself. Oh, there is, sorry, to go back a wee bit, the um, Nosferatu tree monster. That played by the mouth of Sauron as well. <laughs> there is a fantastic scene. He steps forward just after he says, There is no war here unless you bring it with you. It sounds like he's going into, Did you pack these bags yourself, sir? <laughs> Does this war belong to you? <laughs> we have the, No, no, no! From uh, Sidious. I love that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, but I then, love that. There is something even more lovable after it. No, no. you have <laughs> the unlimited power. That's amazing. He's <laughs> the best character in cinema history. What are you on about unlimited power? Are you running a power grid out your backside at the same time? Well, I think he is. There's something going on there because the power is deflecting back on him and turning him into a deformed monster. Hey, that's when like Windows kind of got on me yeah. on the edge, and you're like, oh. It's not clear enough where. That that's actually happening, though, I don't think. It's just kind of bouncing off his lightsaber. It's yeah. a bit weird. And turning him into a hideous monster. And I like the original idea of this, which was he was a, a man extended way beyond his years, and that's why he looked like that. Mm. Rather than just, you know, he was getting some lightning in the face. <laughs> and it made him like that, even though it didn't make Luke Skywalker like that in Return of the Jedi. Well, <laughs> are they implying that it's because he's using so much dark force energy all at once that it makes him into a scrotum? Did they imply that with the line UNLIMITED POWER? <laughs> That's subtle writing right there. <laughs> what have I done? Because ah, he kills Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he doesn't even know. He just cuts his arm off and then Palpatine kills me so when they now there's a Star Wars drinking game every time a hand comes up <laughs> he bloody loves it though eh oh. he's, he's got some something about amputees <laughs> Darth Vader's a good example so you that told me this he gets his arm cut off in episode 2 gets his arm cut off again in episode 3 then he gets his arm cut off again in episode 6 he's <laughs> <laughs> like come on leave the poor guy alone <laughs> to lose one arm is careless <laughs> He's just got those big gangly arms that were bound to get caught in somebody's lightsaber. <laughs> he's very easily pushed to the dark side, though, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's not so much pushed as gently invited. <laughs> Would you like to be on the dark side? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your name. Like we said earlier on, Lord Vader. Yep, that'll do. <laughs> Let's see, Lord Desk, <laughs> Lord Carpet. I quite like Christensen in this bit, though when he just decides to blindly follow Palpatine and his acting kicks up a tiny notch but then Into ruins present. again whenever he starts crying whenever he's killing people at least let him have the courage of his convictions yeah yeah. With the, along with his yellow eyes <laughs> is this Execute Order 66? is that this scene? I think it is I, the I, just oh no 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 wait can I go back just before we leave this scene have you seen the bit where Anakin's sobbing and Sidious is kind of standing over and going, oh, your name will be Darth Vader. If you actually look, all you see is Anakin's head just in <laughs> shot, bobbing, and then Sidious standing above him with a massive smile on his face going, ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, is that the initiation right? <laughs> now you'll see why they call me Lord of the Sith. <laughs> Would that, yeah. be, would that be a forced push? Your midi glory levels high. 
that's a good joke. Oh, <laughs> fine, I'll say it. So Mace Windu isn't the only one who has a purple one. <laughs> hey, and that's why Palpatine turns into a scrotum face because he's under <laughs> a purple rod. You can see, you can see in his gee. That's <laughs> is that his his O face? <laughs> so his O face. If I lose this, I'm fucked. <laughs> it's also a complete Anakin. Does a complete? It's not even a one hundred and eighty. It's like seven hundred and sixty or something. <laughs> because he goes from no, he must stand trial. We've got to do this by the book. Then he kills Windu, and it's what I need you to do is go to the Jedi Temple and kill <laughs> everyone. <laughs> got it. <laughs> and in the space of one scene, he goes from no, we can't just randomly kill people to. Kill all my friends without them suspecting it. I'm on it. Kill the children of all my friends. <laughs> Let me get this clear. You want me to go there and kill the Jedi? Now, do you mean all the Jedi kids as well? The librarian? Yeah, okay. If I could choose a, this film not jumping the shark moment, it's when Kai Adimundi, the big-headed fuck, dies. I hate that Another fuck. failure of the Force. They can't tell when a lift's empty. They can sense when someone is upset or is confused or troubled they can't tell when the eight people behind them are about to shoot them <laughs> I'm sensing a lot of murderous rage <laughs> from a location not unadjacent to five feet behind me where these soldiers with guns are do you notice as well that Palpatine is personally telling all the generals by name so, yeah. Commander Cody execute order 66 okay next I'm going to get the phone list right <laughs> Maybe he spent hours recording them all, <laughs> personalising them. Speed dial number 72. <laughs> you think this is one of those pre-programmed things, right? Commander Cody. <laughs> Execute order 66. And maybe, maybe there were people he was closer to, so, you know. Commander Johnson. Execute order 66. Owen, love to barb in the kids. <laughs> So you, uh, yeah, Yoda's the only one that's noticing because Yoda has the vapors in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> Returning the lunchtime burrito is. Because <laughs> <laughs> we see a, a, an extended thing with Chewbacca here, don't we? When he goes, Commander Chewbacca, I shall miss you greatly. <laughs> I'll miss you most of all, Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> see, Chewbacca. You may remember him from such films as. <laughs> you were my favourite. Here, boy, here, boy. <laughs> And there's within this as well. There's just a random shot of Padme crying as well <laughs> for no reason. I've got blah blah Padme. <laughs> this is George like, oh, women get emotional when they're pregnant. I'll come back to her crying at some point. <laughs> this is bad storytelling though because this is Act Two kicking in, and there's like an hour and ten minutes gone. <laughs> it's very long at this point. See, I. I... Um, I think you were talking about the uh, Jedi Master in the Speeder who's shot down when they execute Order 66, mm. who rejoices in the name of Plo Koon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it can kill some younglings too. Can't let that go past. <laughs> Not the younglings. <laughs> the Master Skywalker, what are you doing here? Can we leave, please? <laughs> <laughs> Your voice has irritated me for several years. <laughs> like it, it's a big wedge out of him to 
cut off Mace Windu's arm, but he's just right in there killing those younglings. <laughs> <laughs> he's working through some issues with these kids that are coming from Padme, isn't he? <laughs> I don't want children! <laughs> <laughs> Great would it have been if the, the whole film that just dubbed his lines by James L. Jones. He's <laughs> 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 just been, why have you got a black guy's voice? <laughs> the scene where Jimmy Smith arrives. Mm-hmm. And sort of quickly leaves and does nothing. Yeah. The, the teenage Jedi who turns up and kills like half a dozen clone troopers, he might just be the best and most capable Jedi in the entire film. He's the hero of the piece. Nobody sees him coming. I have no idea. George Lucas's He's, son? Yeah, Jet Lucas. Oh. <laughs> Jet. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That is a shit name. <laughs> hey, he was named after George Lucas' favourite gladiator. <laughs> Just like his brother, Saracen. <laughs> and the one that they didn't like, Wolf. <laughs> you know what might have actually um, helped you realise who Bail Organa is? is? Did you watch the deleted scenes? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of deleted scenes that is Padme, Bail Organa, Mon Mothma and General Nadine, I think. All coming up with the Rebel Alliance. There's like 20 minutes cut out. Basically, Padme's story for this film has been cut out. (laughs) And it's actually pretty good. Like, it makes sense. It's like them sowing the seeds of what happens later. Is that why there's the the line about, be careful, you sound like a separatist? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that would have made sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just cut out. And it's like every deleted scene is from this storyline. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from one that's just a Jedi getting killed randomly. So Jimmy Smith is the only person in the whole of the universe who notices some Jedi's getting killed. The whole universe. (laughs) It goes back to something that I believe. The Star Wars galaxy has not invented journalism. <laughs> well, think about it. Yeah. When uh, Palpatine at this bit, when he goes in front of the Senate, he's like, oh, I've become a deformed monster because of the tax by the Jedi. He's like, uh, one question, um, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's Why do you look evil now? <laughs> they have absolutely no journalist. A, ta- a good tabloid journalist would have exposed Anakin's affair with Padme. <laughs> <laughs> would have found out that, you know, have telephoto lens shots of Topless. Palpatine <laughs> changing into the Sidious uniform. Palpatine, Sidious, same person, question mark. <laughs> you never see them together. <laughs> yeah. the, the whole trilogy is a cry out for um, free press. There's nothing like an assassination attempt to try and boost your popularity, though, is there? <laughs> you know how they talked about Anakin having yellow eyes at Because he looks around at the camera at this bit to show mm. them off. He's like, what's he looking at? Is <laughs> he looking at the audience? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that I just killed some younglings <laughs> he winked at them <laughs> you didn't like those younglings either did you <laughs> but what is Palpatine's endgame though he's already in control of the whole universe <laughs> he just wants to be more in control <laughs> you know what his endgame is ultimate power <laughs> he really has that yeah he's... now he wants to just start destroying worlds with a death star <laughs> Mm. What is what is his end game? As a young boy growing up, he always dreamed of having his own planet crushing space station. <laughs> and he kept reaching for that rainbow. So Anakin's been sent to a planet full of lava. For Mount, Mount Doom. 
I got a robot chicken and pointed out, you know, having a planet lava is ridiculous as having a whole planet made of jungle or snow <laughs> or desert. <laughs> <laughs> and Obi-Wan and Yoda are back at the Jedi Temple mm. looking at the security tapes. Which yeah, but... maybe Nipple copy those security tapes along to the Senate. No. <laughs> would that not be the end of this film? Again, a good reporter would be on that. <laughs> Something that bothered me was you see the whole Arise Lord Vader scene. Yeah. Now, didn't that take place in Palpatine's office? Yeah. So, if there's a CCTV camera in Palpatine's <laughs> office where he's been talking about, you know, being a Sith Lord and changing into his Sidious gear. And <laughs> there's some CCTV operator guy that's really not doing his job. Having <laughs> a nap while all this goes on. <laughs> They've got all the proof they need, though. This is ridiculous. This is a huge plot hole. <laughs> Why yeah. did they... Well, let's go and fight them instead of let's expose them and let the rest of the but universe fight them with think us. Think about <laughs> why they're in the temple. All the Jedi have been killed and they're, they've put out a distress call saying the Jedi should go to the temple where there's a huge trap waiting for them. <laughs> we should go to the one place in the infinite vastness of space where Jedi are actually expected <laughs> to be and there are measures in place to kill them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Anak- uh, Obi-Wan goes to see Padme to try mm-hmm. and work out where Anakin is, so he must have some inkling that... Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he... again, they all know they're living together. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where Anakin is. I'll go by his house that he shares with the pregnant Padme. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnancy that takes a week, a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, the movie's kind of yeah. suspicious on that. <laughs> I, I love this line from Obi-Wan here where he says, I saw him killing... Younglings <laughs> puts his hand over his mouth either to suppress a laugh or vomit. <laughs> I'm betting laugh. <laughs> Again, they can invent spaceships, they don't have the word children. <laughs> and then she says, You're gonna kill him? And he's like, No, I'm just gonna chop off three of his limbs and let him roast alive. <laughs> Is that okay? Mm-hmm. I love it. Wait, he actually nips into the toilet. Yes. <laughs> oh, Master Yoda left his magazine. <laughs> Score. That's because of that burrito Yoda had there. <laughs> uh, and Padme starts. Of all the people for her to bring along, C three PO for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's when three PO was talking to R two and saying, "Look, look after him, Master." Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, "You kind of think that he's definitely the bottom in that relationship." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something that occurred to me about that when he land, Obi-Wan lands and he's talking to Padme and R2 starts speaking. Do you think R2 has seen the tape as well? Is R2 actually trying to say in his own language Anakin's a murderer and he must run? No, they don't want to hear from you. But I saw him kill people. It's really important. No, shush. You're just a naughty droid. I'll deal with you later. You need a hot oil bath. <laughs> I don't recall ever owning a droid. See, he's totally got it from his memory now. But the interesting thing, when Anakin arrives on the obligatory lava level of the... <laughs> when he fights the final boss. <laughs> when he walks into the room and everybody stands up and goes, Ah, Lord Vader. Doesn't it occur to him for just a second how weird it is that the people he's been fighting against and he has been sent to kill know 
his surf name, <laughs> and there's only one way they could have found out his surf name. From the one person who knows it. Yeah. It, is there not even a clue in the fact that when a Jedi enters the room where all the Separatist leaders are, they all stand up and go, Ah, are we glad to see you? <laughs> that's pretty true, actually. Just to say nothing, that's a bit weird. Yeah, maybe that's why he does that look into the camera. He just He's just realised and I've been a dick, haven't I? Uh, so Padme lands on the... What's this planet called again? Mustafar. Mustafar. <laughs> the elephant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... She just can't get away from her abusive partner, can she? This real Edward yeah. Bella thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time he lays invisible hands on her, though, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know, like, that um, we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Do you notice his eyes, though, have gone back to being normal? Yeah. They're the only yellow when he's killing people. Like, oh, yeah. Is it like a special move? <laughs> it's a power-up. <laughs> <laughs> Did he eat a mushroom? <laughs> <laughs> That makes more sense than this movie. <laughs> it's a me, Anakin. <laughs> and my brother, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Before Padme arrives, though, she does have that brilliant bit in the Senate when Palpatine's doing his whole, I've decided to create an empire, and all the senators just basically go, good idea. <laughs> yeah, we're up for that. <laughs> you know what this means? Early retirement. <laughs> this time next week, I'll be golfing. <laughs> and I love the part that a queen has a line about, so this is how democracy dies. Said the queen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know, stones and glass houses laughing. You know, and what? her knights are trying to defend their realm as well. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not on the side of the Jedi at all. <laughs> George Lucas royalist <laughs> well think about the next movie Princess Leia is the mm. the continuation of the royal line it's, the movie's crying out for more power to monarchies <laughs> how does she become a princess anyway because she's not part of that line she goes off with Bail Organa That's, that was lucky yeah, <laughs> he had the power to make her a princess too when she was actually going to be a princess it was like a contest <laughs> It's like Miss Alderon Princess. Yeah. A reality show. Well, they don't have journalism. Something has to fill in the air time. Reality TV. Yeah. TV on Alderon is shit. Jedi's funniest bloopers. <laughs> Whoops, it's a big headed guy getting shot. Oh, come That's on, you'd other... watch that channel all day. <laughs> That's the other bit. Uh, he has a line of dialogue and he doesn't actually move his mouth. So that is a blooper right there that you could watch. You know you know how we're talking about lines which are a little too obvious and explain what you can see for yourself? Mm-hmm. When uh, Padme gets off the ship, he, Anakin hugs her and says, I saw your ship. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, because it's there. <laughs> well, maybe he's implying that Every day for a week, he's been going to that exact spot and he's just being disappointed. <laughs> I saw your ship, finally. <laughs> this time when I came up the ramp to hug you, you were there! I didn't get punched by a surly flight attendant. If it was eight months, that would make sense about our pregnancy, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Obi-Wan really needs to step into this conversation before he does, though. Well, and When he does, <laughs> like when Anakin is strangling her, 
instead of like stopping him, he's just like, let her go, Anakin. <laughs> let her go. Well, what I love Make him let her go. Um, Anakin actually has a moment where he, Obi-Wan put you up to this and they look back toward the ship where Obi-Wan's standing, <laughs> hands on hips, feet planted. How long was he posing there waiting to be noticed? I'm going to look so badass when he does it. Look at me, look at me. My back's killing me. This is hell of my fallen arches. <laughs> he seemed to be safe. Maybe I was bringing to the... And then they start walking around in circles together. Yeah. Because that's visually interesting, I guess. <laughs> at least what they're saying sounds a bit climactic, though. Your new empire. <laughs> but uh, that's the thing, though. You really see the difference between, like, Obi-Wan actually does a half-decent job. He's, like, sounding like, oh, this is the, this is the end of the film, whereas... Anakin's just like blah 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 <laughs> blah 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 master. <laughs> if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. <laughs> only a Sith deals in absolutes. I will do what I must. Like, can I just point out how does he know only a Sith deals in absolutes? <laughs> and what does that I mean? mean? <laughs> Maybe Jabba the Hutt deals in absolutes. <laughs> And, and didn't you say you should never turn to the dark side? <laughs> the whole light and dark thing seems to be an absolute to me. See, when they do start to fight, though, you see the totally failed high five. Yes. <laughs> when they both do force push on each other. <laughs> it's like, can't quite touch hands. <laughs> I do like it when he says, my allegiance is to the republic, to democracy. <laughs> No, it's not, George. We know what your allegiance is to the Queen. <laughs> well, to democracy, that implies that all the Jedi get to vote. <laughs> so, so what's the split in the Galactic Senate? Is it Whigs and Tories? <laughs> Republicans and Democrats. Palpatine would be a Republican. <laughs> you get like a, if you did a journalist on a Coruscant, you'd have like a Bill O'Reilly type. <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine has really changed this place. Before he was here, there was Wookiees everywhere. Now he's killed them all. <laughs> now you see if Mace Windu, that black guy, <laughs> had been attacking him like he had, and he had a shotgun, he would have been fine. <laughs> I'll tell you something about Mace Windu. His Karelian birth certificate's a forgery. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't he release those records? <laughs> so this is intercut with a Yoda versus Sidious fight, isn't Which it? Which is shit. Which is utter shit. <laughs> it's what can we do with a computer whilst two other folk fight that you're two interested in. Two people fucking chairs at each other. <laughs> wow. Or they're not so much chairs, they're more like dodgems. Yeah. And it's the first time we see the Emperor's Royal Guard. Yeah. Even though they're imperial, because he's not a king, it's not royal. <laughs> it's, I, I know it's needlessly nitpicky, but it's always bothered me. <laughs> I'm a very petty man, and that's the sort of thing that keeps me up at night. Uh, Yoda slams them, which is the only good bit in the fight, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, as soon as he comes in. Where did he get the uniforms for? Did Palpatine have them made privately just <laughs> for this moment? Is that what this has all been about? He ordered he ordered like three costumes for a fancy dress party. They sent him 7,000 and build them for it, so he needed to create a private army to justify it. You notice as well that, like, no matter... You know, they've got millions of force powers. They've even got that running fast one that they never seem to use other than... Running episode. fast, lots of jumping. It always just comes down to lightsabers. It's always just, I've got a lightsaber, you've got a lightsaber, let's go for it. Yeah, I... 
I expected more out of the Emperor and Yoda. Like, they had... Because mm. Yoda never had a lightsaber in the newer movies. Yeah. It's always sort of implied that he and the Emperor had gone beyond the need for a lightsaber. Yeah. Except now it's just realised in the later movies they just couldn't be bothered. And it, it wasn't really clear either what Yoda was using when the Emperor was using the electricity on him. Like, was he also using electricity, or was he forced pushing it away? Or, but there was, was definitely like a away, kind of battle thing. But you're right; yeah. it's not clear at all. No. <laughs> but uh, Sidious does do another orgasm face during that with the lightning. When he's doing oh. the lightning. <laughs> Why does he go straight for the lightning? It didn't go well the last time he pulled out. As far as we know, that's the only time he's used force lightning, and it did not go well. <laughs> It just seems odd it would be his immediate fallback <laughs> position. <go-to> point. <laughs> what, what, what the fuck happens here, though? Yoda just gives up. Yeah, he, he just mm. runs. Is, is there a deleted scene or something that explains it? No. Because at the point where Rod- Yoda runs away, he seems to be winning. Yeah. <laughs> He's starting to Apart from the fall. Like, yeah. he... Yeah, you're right. He hurts Sidious and then falls and then hurts his own self. But still to the stage where he could be jumping about at the speeders and things. <laughs> yeah. He, he basically gets the... Well, I, I've sort of won. If I run away now, everybody will know I'm the winner. But he's <laughs> like, into exile, I must go. Why? <laughs> well, what have you done wrong? Mm-hmm. Feel exile, like man. it, I do. <laughs> you know what I would do if I was Obi-Wan and Yoda, by the way? The two of us are going to go and fight the Emperor. Then the two of us are going to go and fight Darth Vader. They're in different places. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> Don't send me to fight Anakin. Well, okay, I'll go. <laughs> you fight the Emperor. He had, he had to go home. He had that broth on the go. <laughs> <laughs> and it did give us a fantastic what if Yoda was John McLean moment. <laughs> Down to the coast you should come. <laughs> Knowing what a TV dinner feels like, I have. He's <laughs> got a walkie-talkie, doesn't he? Oh, it's metal. Why does Yoda have a walkie-talkie? It's a talkie-walkie, surely. <laughs> So that, I guess that storyline's over. <laughs> yeah. Failed, I have. Maybe it was when you ran away for no reason. <laughs> you pussy. And again, we know there's CCTV footage. You've got Sidious on tape being evil. <laughs> Electrocuting an animal. <laughs> RSPCA. <laughs> on the platforms, so they should be burning to death. Uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin. They should be accompanied by surf music. <laughs> that would improve that scene in a hundred. There's a great little dialogue scene here, though, isn't there? I have failed you, Anakin. I have failed you. In what way, exactly? By whenever they get in a fight, being knocked out and Anakin having <laughs> Heavy lifting. <laughs> Literally heavy lifting in some cases. <laughs> Are you saying they had sex too? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a bomb. <laughs> you want to have sex with Obi Wan Kenobi? <laughs> I am a power top. <laughs> you do like golden showers. <laughs> you do like power showers. <laughs> I, I can imagine Anakin Skywalker would be the easiest person in the world to suggest things to with the Force. <laughs> Well, they don't even need to use the force. <laughs> Throughout the movie, people just suggest things to them and he does them automatically. Okay, okay. I think he should join the dark side. Okay, master. 
You're now Lord Vader. All right, I'll just I'll stick with that name. <laughs> I'm as, not going to suggest another one. As Barry, that we used to work with, always pointed out when he says, "From my point of view, the Jedi are evil." It's very Irish. <laughs> yeah, right, Frodo. <laughs> it sounded like, and I'm sorry to bring this up, Ronan Keating's cover of the Pogues fairy tale. That sort of Irish pirate, not quite thought through voice. Do you know what I would do if I was Anakin? He's on like that moving platform. Instead yeah. of jumping there, just go ten feet down and then jump <laughs> and then run to him. <laughs> what he really should have done was. Then press, it doesn't matter if he's got a high ground. Press X twice while he was in the air and then he did the double some or something. <laughs> or why not use the force to throw lava at him or hover? When I when I was young, I always assumed what was going to happen was Anakin would disappear into the lava. And yeah. Obi Wan would assume he was dead. No, mm. he would stand there and watch him roast alive. <laughs> That's the merciful thing. To do. <laughs> Not even put his his apprentice out of his misery. <laughs> well, he could. Like, couldn't he just force push him into the lava and be like, "Christ, it's the merciful well, thing to do." The guy's just, in pain. Just yeah. even chop his head off. <laughs> yeah, or maybe lift him up so he doesn't catch on fire in the first place. <laughs> It's a beautiful moment where I'm sure someone else will help him. It's a busy planet. Someone else will be along in a minute. It's, it's pretty grim and graphic, this, though. Eh? What's the mm. rating on this film again? 12. 12, isn't it? 12A. With, with the emphasis on advisory there. <laughs> and to think, we, got, we were surprised when we were kids and we saw a skeleton in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, it does seem... I always assumed, when I, when I, you know... I can't remember how I heard the story that... Vader was Vader because he was badly burned. Yeah. But I always assumed he would sort of disappear into the lava and everybody think he did, but he was so evil and powerful that he didn't die. Kept himself together, yeah. Instead of just, he lay, he was lying on the ground next to some lava, he caught fire and then the <laughs> fire just went out. <laughs> and then luckily the next car along the hill yeah. <laughs> was Darth Sidious. <laughs> With it. I'll bring the Darth Vader suit I've been working on. <laughs> Anakin, you smell delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I could smell this barbecue from miles away. <laughs> this moment would turn this film around for me if when Obi-Wan goes up into the ship and meets Yoda, he's like, well, I sliced three limbs off and watched them burn alive. How did you get on? <laughs> you got to wonder why Obi-Wan never tried to fight the Emperor away. Mm. If he's good enough to defeat Anakin. Well, if you were Yoda, would you send the master to go kill the apprentice, or would you be like, look, there's going to be clear emotional conflict here, yeah. and we're meant to be unemotional people as Jedi. I'll go fight Anakin, you can fight the Emperor. In Obi-Wan's defence, though, at least he does as much as he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't have really foreseen how it would have gone for there. Considering how their later matchup goes in uh, <laughs> yeah. episode four, you know. So Padme has lost the will to live. I kind of know how she feels. Because... <laughs> <laughs> This isn't like as uh, Yoda versus Sirius and it was intercut with Anakin versus Obi Wan. Here we get oh somebody turning into Darth Vader, which until you know the infamous moment happens, you're like oh this is going to be pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but you're getting this intercut with oh twins. Oh that's nice. <laughs> with the weird droid that's like booba booba. <laughs> no, I think the one you look at was baby. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> also, slightly an odd moment when, as she gives birth, Bail Organa and Obi Wan and you are just sort of sitting nearby watching. <laughs> yeah. A little privacy guy? Don't they have a waiting room? And, you know. Well, Bail Organa has some issues and we'll get on to them in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So you've just had to explain to your child about roasting alive. Now, the, one of the characters roasting alive. Now you have to explain to them the miracle of childbirth. <laughs> and the fact that the mother doesn't even care. She's just like, look, Leia. <laughs> are, are those names that her and Anakin had talked about before? Or is she just pulling them up? That's the way they happen in this movie. You just pull them out of thin air. Look, a baby. <laughs> There's good in him. I know there is. It was when he was strangling me that it first worked yeah. out. It was a gentle strangle. With love and compassion. <laughs> so, shall we get onto the black-clad elephant in the room? <laughs> oh... Well, no, we shan't. Like I said earlier on, until that moment, like when the the helmet comes down and you see the little red opticals opening up, yeah, and then you see the side shot of the top bit going on, and it goes, and it licks a little lock, and a little bit of steam comes off. And I like his eye view as well. That's and then you just hear the, and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. At last, it's a proper Star Wars movie. <laughs> I've waited so long. <laughs> The only thing I could possibly ruin <laughs> is if he starts to walk like Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the note I have. Shitty walking like Frankenstein. <laughs> and they could even have gone okay. Make the point that he's not used to the robotic limit. Why not have him sort of stagger and then fall? Oh yeah, that would be good. A dramatic <laughs> moment. He falls to the ground and sort of falls pulls to his knees, perhaps. Yeah. And then... Yeah, you know, actually, acting. Yeah, in my, says no. In my mind, I, I actually thought that was how that scene went down. I thought he didn't say anything. I thought he just got out of the and knew that she was dead think, because of the force, and then just dropped his knees and went no. But I think that that's wasn't your at all. Like being nice to you. <laughs> yeah. This is the way it happened, Ross. Honestly. <laughs> Thank you, mind. <laughs> my mind's got a great edit and sweet in it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as bad as the no is, I think the walk is my least favourite part of the scene. <laughs> I I didn't mind the no so much with everything else that had gone before it. <laughs> it's, it's like the cherry on the cake, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the was... cake of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Obi-Wan... I've always felt this about this film, though, is like Obi-Wan Kenobi is a master of disguise. <laughs> like, how does he disguise himself? He All moves right. to Tatooine. And changes his name to Ben <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> Are you Obi Wan Kenobi? No, I'm Ben Kenobi. <laughs> well, it's not him. Let's move on. <laughs> well, that, that's the naming convention. Hey, are you Obi Wan Kenobi? No, I'm uh, uh, Ben <laughs> Kenobi. Hey, aren't you wearing the same clothes you did twenty years ago? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's not twenty years, is it? Between it, it Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor, 20 no. years? Fuck off. Between the young aunt, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru and the old Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, 20 years? <laughs> That's hard living for you. <laughs> they are in a desert, Grant, come on. Those harsh Tatooine sons. <laughs> Wouldn't it mean better, though, to lop Phantom Menace off? Just start from about, say, the midpoint of Attack of the Clones <laughs> and have another movie with Darth Vader? Killing people, yeah. And it would the be. birth of the rebellion. Mm. Can we get to my favourite creepy part of the movie? Is Another it... creepy p- Oh, it's Bail Organic. It's Bail Organic. <laughs> <laughs> me and my wife have often talked of adopting a girl. <laughs> well, me mainly. <laughs> She's just going to have to fucking like it. You know, in that. <laughs> it didn't have to be as weird as it was. All he needed to say was 
My wife and I have uh, looked at adoption. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not in a kind of Woody Allen kind of like. <laughs> I was thinking about adopting a child. <laughs> and then maybe marrying it once it comes around. <laughs> he could have just said, you know, we've always wanted kids. It would imply yes. that they weren't able to have kids naturally. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that they got Leah, we could have assumed was some sort of. <laughs> Rather than we've often talked about of adopting a girl, I've talked about it and she said no. <laughs> <laughs> the Coruscant Chronicle. <laughs> yeah, he does. Lucas does try to cl- cram in about forty minutes worth of plot into three brief dialogue free well, scenes. Because it's about the how, ghost thing they try and explain. Yeah, how about Qui Gon can come back? Qui Gon is he coming back? No. <laughs> hey, I didn't get that at all. They're like, yeah, I'll show you what you talk to him. How? <laughs> Go and explain that. <laughs> you should only have done that if Liam Neeson had agreed to be in the film. Yeah. yeah and one scene that I would have appreciated is Yoda does say, into exile, I must go. When does he get around to telling Obi-Wan that he has to go into exile too? <laughs> yeah. Into exile, I am going. Excellent. Does that mean I'm the leader of the Jedi now? No. Live as a hermit, you will. <laughs> and also, what? You know, maybe... Um, when they're flying an X-Wing together uh-huh. and the Empire Strikes Back do you think maybe R2-D2 should say by the way Anakin Skywalker's your dad <laughs> and that's Darth Vader he made me kill younglings I was a bit uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> do you not think maybe he should have mentioned that maybe he was <laughs> nobody was paying attention to him as maybe, usual <laughs> maybe throughout all those movies he was desperately trying to warn people <laughs> And C-3PO, his cruel uh, master, would would communicate. He was just getting revenge because he was the bottom in the relationship. Don't let me go and tough, eh? (laughs) Well, he is a probe droid. (laughs) We have a a nice little iconic pose roundup, though, don't we? Well, you've got Padme dead... Get having a funeral... fucking Jar Jar Banks. And Boss Nast. (laughs) I'm so glad that they chose to wrap up the stories of those characters. (laughs) Incidentally, Padme, she still looks very pregnant. Are they trying to... Is this a clever ruse to make um, Palpatine think that the baby's died as well? I don't know. That would be good if they explained a bit of that. Do you think that's maybe giving the... George Lucas too much credit. <laughs> well, one thing I noticed though is she's carrying a necklace, the necklace that Anakin gave her earlier. The baby which, Anakin gave her. <laughs> which just made me think, he's been away fighting a war. Where did he find the time to pick up a necklace for her? Is it on General Grievous's gift shop? <laughs> or, that not from, like, are you suggesting one? he took is it from? I think that's. I think that's why I said like it's baby Anakin gives it to her. <laughs> Creepy. Back when, like, Ken, she was twenty and he was six or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, was was that film not about? Am I getting this right? That Liam Neeson was desperately trying to get him a Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Bill kind of takes the baby home. I said no, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. It's in the house now. <laughs> milk. I said get milk. <laughs> He takes them to, which is another great hiding place, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Yeah, <laughs> the one people he'll never contact, his only living relatives. <laughs> so, hiding in plain sight, taking to <laughs> illogical conclusions. Then, then, like we say, they have that iconic pose roundup where 
I'll be wearing similar clothes to what he'll be wearing later on, but I'll also stand on this one mound of hill, which we haven't moved (laughs) in 20 years. (laughs) I'm not going to move this dirt. (laughs) We're going to stand here and look at the sunset. The mysterious stranger who just arrived bringing a baby and an incredible story, we're going to ignore. (laughs) We're not even going to offer him a drink. (laughs) You can join us looking at the sunset, or you can get back on your space bike and fuck off. Does the farmer on Tatooine have some sort of mythological power that they believe the moisture farmer makes the sunset and it's his sacred duty to stand there and stand guard over it? <laughs> I am making you sit. Shall we do some jump the shark moments? Let's go for it. Well, my jump the shark moment, we already touched on it a little bit, is the fact that Anakin isn't a tragic hero. <laughs> the story, the idea of a reckless and brave young man who becomes the thing he hates trying to save the people he loves. Mm. Great story. Hamlet, Oedipus, Sigurd, <laughs> been done a loads of times. I'm a big sucker for that. Instead, this is Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> because we have a young man who's incredibly angry for no good reason <laughs> and an older man who sees his potential for killing people. And Anakin doesn't mistakenly do bad things for good reasons and that's why the whole killing the children bit is it's really hard to make a sympathetic hero who's butchered a room full of children I'm sorry it's a radical opinion I'm going to say I'm just going to come right out and say it butchering roomfuls of children is wrong it's a bold point <laughs> it's we lose any kind of respect for him and it becomes that he's not you know, seduced by the dark side, he's given permission to join the dark side. <laughs> Kill him. I probably shouldn't. You want to, though? Yeah. <laughs> and all the way through the movie, every time killing is mentioned, Anakin just, his will just snaps and he goes for it. It's that show Dexter about the serial killer. And the way George Lucas tries to make you feel like it's not so bad after all. It's just put a few tears in his eyes, eh? No. Yeah. As if that somehow justifies <laughs> killing children. <laughs> well, as long as he's sorry. You yeah. can feel a bit bad about it. <laughs> it screws up the story. Because they even have that bit with Obi-Wan at the duel at the end. Mm. You know, you, can't you see you've become what you were fighting against? <laughs> and no, he hasn't. He's always been a psychopath. He's always been good at killing people. Remember that time you were meant to take that Sith Lord prisoner and you just killed him? <laughs> he's supposed to be Hamlet, instead he's Travis Bickle. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> Grant? When Anakin jumps down in the left and Obi-Wan puts his lightsaber out and says, Oh, you! <laughs> because it just symbolises how the Force is just becoming a narrative device. Mm. It was like a mystical thing in the original three, that, which actually seemed quite important, but now it's just used whenever George can't think of anything else and he's just obsessed with lightsabers like it really does seem like a film just written by a fanboy mm. and it, he's, he's trying to do wish fulfilment and it just do you think it was written by a fanboy <laughs> one of the work experience kids that Skywalker sound to do he does it whenever even when it doesn't make sense and Yoda Palpatine is a good example of that Yoda's lightsabers like a foot long <laughs> <laughs> he somehow able to hold his own against the emperor fuck off 
as we were saying, like the whole thing about the Yoda and Emperors, they'd gone beyond that point where they were just foot soldiers and it was all within the mind and control and it, not them jumping around as if they were men 900 years younger than themselves. But I'd just like to finish by saying I am deeply glad that George Lucas has put himself into exile like Yoda did. <laughs> Ross? That's pretty good. Mine's is... is Pretty much right after we have the sentence of unlimited power! <laughs> because you know it's not going to be good. Because if you look at the, film, the, the the bits that have came before that, you've got, you know, the original ones had good and evil. It was as simple as that, and it was as basic as that. So children could latch on it, and it wasn't too bad. And you could. At the start, it's all about like confederations and republic, and you're like, what? I don't, I've not studied history. But you're like, all right, I'll go along with it. And then you get to that point, and you're like, oh yeah, definitely the bad guys. I've seen that. He's got unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, you're like, you look at the film after that, and it, it's just rubbish. <laughs> it just completely downhill from there. You have four lightsaber fights in this film, like you're saying. He's obsessed with lightsabers. <laughs> But I would quite happily watch that one from episode one, which isn't even that good either, rather than any of these where they're doing their ridiculous moves or they're throwing couches at each other. Or It's rubbish. <laughs> it's really just rubbish. There's not any moments that I was like, oh, that's cool, other than um, I think his a, mask coming on. That was it's it. It's a good example of how limited, budget limitations and can sometimes actually help you. Yeah. Because they force you to do things in a more imaginative way. If George Lucas didn't have unlimited power, <laughs> this film would have been so much better. It's a keystone into why this film is so terrible. Do you think it's a sly critique on his own situation in life <laughs> that he wanted to have unlimited power and he has become the Palpatine character? So who's his um, who's his Anakin then? Spielberg, Rick, Spiel- Maca- Rick McCall. <laughs> <laughs> in-house fanboy <laughs> it's just one person to turn around and go this isn't working or Rick, no, we need a second draft Rick will you kill will you bury the body of this hooker that I've killed <laughs> okay George okay <laughs> the other thing I thought you know how there's that rule in like horror movies that you can only build suspense for so long before people just automatically think it's unbelievable mm-hmm. because your brain can't take that much suspense over a certain amount of time I don't think it's the same with ridiculousness in this film. <laughs> like, you can take so much bullshit and then it gets to a point you're like, no, no, I'm not going to believe any of this stuff. And that's when you start looking at it's daft and you start picking holes in it rather than enjoying it because it's like, oh, it's good versus evil. No, Mace Windu would just take two guys with him. He would take every single person in the world with him. Yeah. A Sith Lord. Our music is Mr. Beeps, Thousand Furious Beeps. Check him out on MySpace. Just search for M-I-S-T-E-R-B-E-E-P. That's the All our points and notes wrapped up. (laughs) Thank you for guesting. George Lucas. Thank you for having me. Take that (laughs) three-headed two-hour assault on your phone. (laughs) So, are we all going to go and see the next trilogy that's coming out? <laughs> I've talked to do with George that. Lucas, so I'm tempted. <laughs> we talked about that before, didn't we? Did we talk about it on this, though? How they were talking about like Matthew Vaughn, who'd done Kick-Ass and that, doing it. And it was like, oh, it could be good. But you were saying, 
that could be the problem though. People will think that <laughs> people people will start to believe again, yeah. <laughs> and then you're gonna be let down again. <laughs> Fool us once. Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, don't jump shark. Facebook. Don't jump shark. Film podcast. Twist up position for the new year. <laughs> Left foot green, right hand red. <laughs> and uh, email address. Don't jump the shark at hotmail.com. That's us. Bye. 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 Next time on Don't Jump the Shark, Star Trek 5. Okay, watching the fan dance on Blu-ray was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs>